Father, we just praise you and thank you so very much for being gathered together in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, have your way. We thank you for revelation knowledge right now that will go forth. We thank you, Lord, for equipping your people. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' name, we pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, well, welcome, everyone, to part two of the power that you possess. Thank you, Jesus. So I hope you all have your Bibles, and we'll go ahead and get into the message tonight. And if you will, turn with me to First Peter, chapter 5. First Peter, chapter 5. And we are going to read verses 8 through 11 in the NIV. I'm only going to read First Peter, chapter 5, verse 8 in the New King James Version. And then we will also read verses 8 through 11 in the message translation. So 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, it reads in the King James Version, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walks about seeking whom he may devour. So this lets us know to be sober, be vigilant. We need to be sober, we need to be watchful, we need to be aware because we have a real adversary, and that adversary is the devil. And the word says, as a roaring lion. He's not a roaring lion, but the Bible says, as a roaring lion. He walks about seeking whom he may devour. So this lets us know that if Satan is walking around seeking whom he may devour, that means that everyone cannot be devoured. That means that we, as the children of the Most High God, going back to the theme of this series, the power that you possess, each and every one of you, you must know, you must understand that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has given each and every one of us power and authority over all of the ability of the adversary, and nothing shall by any means hurt us. And we will read that later on uh, in tonight's teaching. So the New International Version reads, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you to make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. I see that many believers are going through life not even being aware of the power that they possess. They go through life, they're looking to the Lord, and they're saying, Lord, fix this, Lord, do this, Lord, do that. The Lord has given us everything that we already need. We are equipped by God. We have the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is powerful. The blood of Jesus is powerful. We have to remain connected to the vine. Jesus is the vine, and he says in his word that uh, our Heavenly Father is the husband. And we have to stay connected to the vine so that we can bear fruit. So we must stay connected to Jesus in order to live a life of victory in this life because we are in a warfare. We are in real spiritual warfare. But glory to God, children of the Most High God. The Word of God lets us know in Isaiah 54, 17, that no weapon... No weapon formed against you shall ever prosper. And every tongue that rises against you in judgment, you will condemn. So the word of God lets us know the weapon will be formed. But glory be to God, it will not prosper. 
So you have to understand, children of God, that you have the whole armor of God. Some of you might say, well, what are my weapons? The Word tells us that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal or fleshly, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Every demonic assignment, every demonic stronghold that the adversary tries to set up against your life, you have the power, you have the authority to bind and to loose and to pull down those strongholds in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. But see, we are not ignorant of Satan's devices. Sometimes we see people as being the problem and people are not the problem. This is the reason why it is important for every child of God to be filled with the Spirit of God, with the evidence of praying in your heavenly prayer language, also known as speaking in tongues or praying in tongues, or as I refer to it as praying in your heavenly prayer language. Because when you begin to pray in the Holy Ghost, you begin to release the mysteries of God in this earth realm. When you pray in the Holy Ghost and you begin to stand in the gap on behalf of others, hallelujah, then it is your spirit communicating with the Heavenly Father. That is the perfect prayer that can be prayed. You see, we can only do so much in English, or we can only do so much in Spanish, or we can only do so much in French, or whatever it is that your native language is, you can only do so much because our human vocabulary is limited. But you see, child of God, when you pray in the Holy Ghost, there are no limits, because there are no limits to the power of God. So that's the reason why it is important for you to not only build up yourselves, beloved, on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, but it is also important for you to understand that this is a weapon. Hallelujah. Jesus told the early church, do not leave Jerusalem until the promise of my Father has been fulfilled. What was that promise? That he would not leave us comfortless and that we will be endued with power from upon high. Hallelujah. You need the power. Everybody repeat after me and say, I have the power in the name of Jesus. So if you do not have the, if you have not received the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of praying in your heavenly prayer language, I am going to lead you into a prayer tonight asking the Holy Spirit to come on in. Praying in your heavenly prayer language is not limited to Sunday services or midweek Bible study. When you're driving in your car, you can start praying in the Holy Ghost. When you're cleaning your house, you can start praying in the Holy Ghost. Even when you're in the grocery store, you can start praying in the Holy Ghost. No one has to hear you because you can say it softly. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. When you wake up in the midnight hours and you can't pray and you can't sleep, excuse me, and you know you need to pray, that's when it's important for you to begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Let me tell you something, Jesus, God. You have the power. You have power and authority and you have the victory over the adversary. When the adversary tries to bring night terrors, when he tries to disturb your sleep, you tell him in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I resist that, I rebuke that devil, you got to go, and I cast you back into the pit of hell where you belong in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You have the power. Thank you, Jesus. So, the message translation of 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8 through 11, it reads, keep a cool head. Stay alert. The devil is poised to pounce and would like nothing better than to catch you napping. Keep your guard up. You're not the only one plunged into these hard times. It's the same with Christians all over the world. So keep a firm grip on the faith. The suffering won't last forever. It won't be long before this generous God who has great plans for us in Christ, eternal and glorious plans they are. 
will have you put together and on your feet for good. He gets the last word. Yes, he does. So turn with me right now to Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. Hallelujah. The power that you possess, children of the Most High God, you are not defeated. You are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. You are the head and not the tail. You are above only and not beneath. You are not insignificant. You are very significant. You are kings and queens in this earth realm. You are sons and daughters of the Most High God. As he is, so are we in this earth realm. Thank you, Jesus. In Corinthians chapter 5, and we're going to read verses 8 through 11. Verse 8 says, We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body to be present with the Lord. Wherefore, we labor that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. I apologize. I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm way off. Please forgive me. I'm way off. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. I apologize. It says, In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Let's read that again. Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not. What is the saying right there? Satan is the God of this world. Satan is the God of this world system. And the Bible tells us that he has blinded the minds of them which believe not. This is why we as Christians, the Word of God tells us, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Repeat after me and say, I have the mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. Thank you, Jesus. So it goes on to say, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. You see, Satan comes to blind the minds of unbelievers because he understands the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, to shine unto them. He understands the power of the gospel. He understands the power in our salvation. Because when we accept Jesus as our Lord and personal Savior, we become a threat to the forces of darkness. Hallelujah. You have to understand that you are a threat to the kingdom of darkness. You don't have to be afraid of the devil. The devil is afraid of the greater one that dwells on the inside of you. Thank you, Jesus. So let's look at the words of our Lord Jesus. Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. And we're going to read verse 19. If you have the red letter edition of the Bible, these words that I'm getting ready to read are in red, which lets us know that these are the words of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Lord says, Behold, I give unto you power. That word power there is translated literally meaning authority. The Lord says, Behold, I give unto you power and authority to tread on or to walk on serpents and scorpions and over all the power, that word power there means ability when it's translated in the original Greek. I have given you power and authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the ability of the enemy and nothing shall by any means 
hurt you. Let's read this again. Our Lord Jesus said, Behold, he gives unto us power and authority to walk on serpents and scorpions and over all the ability of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt us. Thank you, Jesus. So what is going on in your life this day where the adversary is trying to hurt you? What is going on in your life? Is there confusion? Is there dissension? Is there, uh, you know, any type of chaos, animosity? What is it that the adversary is trying to bring against your life and in your household? Is there strife? Whatever it is, if it's not peace, if it's not loving, if it's not the Spirit of God, it's got to go in the name of Jesus. And you have the power and the authority to cast it out in Jesus' name. So I want you all to repeat after me and say, I have the power to tread on, to walk on serpents and scorpions, which represents demonic power. I have the power over the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt me. Thank you, Jesus. You all have to understand that you have the power, and nothing will hurt you as long as you are not giving place to the devil. So what does this mean? This means that you cannot be in sin. You cannot be sick with the devil, as it were, so you're going to take authority over the devil. You cannot be in sin. You cannot be in strife. You cannot have heart in your heart towards others. You have to stay submitted to the Lord. You have to continue to walk in humility. As my pastor, Pastor Samuel Rodriguez, always says, we have to walk in humility and holiness. Thank you, Jesus. Because when we do that, then we are stripping the adversary of any power that he thinks that he can try to lord over our lives. You see, we have to walk in unity. Well, we, let me tell you something. No one is worth you having your blessings blocked over. Forgive everybody. Release everybody. Walk in love. Walking in love is a weapon. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. So turn with me to Philippians chapter 2. Remember, child of God, the Bible is the most powerful book in all of the universe. You must memorize scripture. You must quote scripture. You must meditate on the word of God. Hallelujah. You must say what the Lord says. Philippians 4.19, But my God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. You must say what the Lord is saying. So if the Bible says that the Lord will supply your every need, then you must confess, thank you, Lord, for supplying my every need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. We don't look at the circumstances and become uh, disgusted or distracted. No, we speak to the circumstances and we command the circumstances to change in Jesus' name. Glory to God. So, looking at Philippians uh, chapter 2, let's look at verse 5. Verse 5 says, Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. We have, we have the mind of Christ. For those of you who join me on my uh, Saturday morning prophetic prayer line, that's one of the things that I'm always praying about. I'm constantly saying, uh, align the mind of Christ to these individuals' minds. And many people have asked me, they said, well, why do you do that? Why do you the mind of Christ? 
I let people know that I bind the mind of Christ to their minds because of the scripture right here. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. A lot of people do not realize that they have the mind of Christ. And so what happens is that in the process of having their minds renewed with the word of God, we have to stand in the gap and intervene on behalf of people spiritually by saying, I bind the mind of Christ to their minds. So if you have a child who is acting wayward, if you have a family member who is acting wayward, if you have uh, neighbors who are acting wayward, because remember, the adversary, what does he do? He attacks the mind. So this is the reason why you have to pray for your children, pray for your family members, pray for your neighbors, and just begin to say, Lord, I bind the mind of Christ to their minds. Lord, I know this adversary comes to blind the minds of unbelievers so that the light of the glorious gospel will not come in. But, Lord, I'm binding the mind of Christ to their minds. That is allowing the power of God and the light of the gospel to come in so that they can be changed, transformed, delivered, and set free. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Children of God, we have the power. There is power in the name of Jesus. It's not just a song that we sing, but it is the reality of the life that we have as believers. Verse 9, wherefore God also has highly exalted him, referring to Jesus. Wherefore, our, our Father God also has highly exalted Jesus and given him a name which is above every name. Hallelujah. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of kings in heaven and kings in earth and kings under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Do you see that, child of God? Let's read this again. Philippians chapter 2, verse 9. Wherefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. There is power in the name of Jesus. So what is it that the adversary is trying to do? Is he trying to vex you? Is he trying to bring fear? What negativity, what diabolical thing is he trying to bring up against your life? You commanded to go in the name of Jesus, Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Because of the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Hallelujah. Of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So there is power in the name of Jesus. Parents, you need to teach your children that there is power in the name of Jesus. If there is someone who is bullying them at school, you need to teach your children how to say, in the name of Jesus, you will not bully me. And they need to look at the bully and say that. Because remember, we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness and high places and the rulers of the darkness of this world. We are the people of the Most High God. We are seated in high and heavenly places with Christ Jesus. So we will not be bullied. We will not be intimidated. We will not be frustrated in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You need to read Psalm 91 to understand 
that's your angelic host, your angelic angels. Your angels are encamped around and about you, keeping you, watching over you, protecting you, watching over your family members. But you must open your mouth, child of God, and you begin to declare and decree the victory over every area of your life. You need to walk to your home and say, in the name of Jesus, I command peace. I command the shalom of God. Nothing missing, nothing broken, wholeness. Hey, your children's bodies are coming under attack. You lay hands on your children in Jesus' name, and you rebuke that sickness. You rebuke that disease in the name of Jesus. If there's lack and insufficiency in your home, you rebuke lack and insufficiency and debt in the name of Jesus. You say, I rebuke that lack. I rebuke, I resist that debt in the name of Jesus. And then you pray and ask the Lord to give you wisdom for stewardship for the increase. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So remember, children of God, the power that you possess. Our Lord Jesus said that he has given unto us power and authority over all of the ability of the adversary, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. The devil is under your feet. Those serpents and scorpions, they represent deadly things. Because in the Bible days and even now, I mean, those serpents and scorpions are, are still deadly to this day, but because of modern technology and uh, with medical science and the advancements of medicines and everything, people have the ability to survive uh, scorpions things as well as um, attacks from snakes in terms of if it's a venomous snake. So the Lord is letting us know that no matter how poisonous or how venomous a thing might be, you do not have to be afraid of it. Because in the name of Jesus, you have power. But see, here it is, children of God. You have to understand that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is not just seated on the throne looking at everything negative going on in your life, and you're like, Lord, do you care? Lord, do you see what's happening? Hey, Jesus has done it all. Jesus paid the price. There is power in the blood of Jesus. So as he is, so are we in this earth realm. You, child of God, you are anointed. You have the victory. You have the power over the adversary. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Turn with me to Exodus chapter 15. And we're going to be wrapping up here shortly. Exodus chapter 15. Thank you, Jesus. God is great. You have to understand our Lord is great. The Lord is all powerful. He is power. Thank you, Jesus. Exodus chapter 15, verse 3. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Are you listening to me tonight? The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Let me say that one more time. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something, children of God. You have angels. You dispatch your angels. You release your angels. They are warring angels. They are chariots of fire. They are cherubim with their flaming swords. Hallelujah. This is all a part of your spiritual arsenal. Thank you, Jesus. You have the power. You you are already equipped. Everything that you need, you already have. You are already victorious over the adversary because our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has already equipped you. You are new, You are too 
anointed to be disappointed. You are too equipped to be whipped. There is no defeat in the child of God because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So let's turn over to the book of Acts, Acts chapter 1, because you need the power to pray in your heavenly prayer language. There's nothing to be afraid of. You are in control. You are not out of control. Speaking in tongues, like I said, is not just limited to Sunday service, midweek Bible study, or special conferences. Let me tell you something. You need to release the power of God all around you, all day, every day. Like I said, when you're driving down the street, you can start praying in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You start, you teach your children how to pray in the Holy Ghost while they're on their way to school, even while they're on the playground. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. They can pray in tongues. They might not be able to pray in a public assembly, but they sure can. Oh, boy, say, can The devil and his kids are bold about this. We as the children of the Most High God, we need to be bold about ours. Thank you, Jesus. The righteous are as bold as a lion. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Acts chapter 1, let's look at, actually, let's start at verse 4. And being assembled together with them, the Lord was with them, commanded them they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, you have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence, or not many days from now. You, child of God, you need the baptism of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus, because our Lord said so. Not because of one of the apostles, not because of one of the disciples, not because of one of the prophets, not because of anybody else, but Jesus, our Lord and Savior, says, well, wait for the promise of the Father. For John truly baptized with water, but you, child of God, shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days from now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, let's skip down to verse 8. Jesus still speaking. He says, but you shall receive power. Hallelujah. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. The power of God gives you the ability to live a moral life and to perform miracles. It is the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. I remember years ago, a friend of mine, um, she was kind of rude, <laughs> rough around the edges, and she had a short temper at times. I mean, you know, she and I were cool, but she could be rude towards others. And it was so funny because this was back in the 90s, and I had invited her to a Joyce Meyer conference in Long Beach, and this was in the 90s. And so she came. And you know, my friend went to the Joyce Meyer conference. She got filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of praying in her heavenly prayer language. Do you know her personality changed? Do you know that she stopped being rude to people and stopped being crass and, and harsh? And I laughed, and I brought it to her attention later. 
I said, girl, I said, you know, you and I, we've always been cool. You've never been rude towards me, but you can be rude towards other people. And I said, and I know it said after you received the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the ability to pray in your heavenly prayer language, you're not rude like you used to be. And she just started laughing. And she was like, you know what, that is true, huh? She didn't even realize it. So let me tell you something. When you have the baptism of the Holy Spirit, he will lead you and guide you into all truth. He will reveal things to you. He will talk to you. He will share things with you about people and situations. Let me tell you something. The Bible, the Word of God, will give you revelation about any situation. Thank you, Jesus. And so we need to be led of the Holy Spirit. And so the Lord says that we will be baptized with the Holy Ghost and with fire. We need the fire of the Holy Spirit to fill us up so we can represent the Lord in this earth realm and get all that God has for us in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. And then turn with me over to deal in the book of Acts, chapter 2. Let's start with verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. It says it filled the house. It didn't fill the temple. It didn't fill the synagogue. It didn't fill the streets. It says, and it filled all the house. Let me tell you something, child of God. You could be sitting in your house right now and get filled with the Holy Ghost. You could be driving down the street and the power of God can fill up your car. Hallelujah. You could be in the kitchen. You could be in your bedroom. You could be in the laundry room. The Lord is not limited. The Lord is all powerful. Hallelujah. So verse 3, it goes on to say, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled. How many? All. Not one, not two, not majority. It says they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Thank you, Jesus. If you haven't been filled tonight, child of God, you need to be filled. You need the power. You need the power over the adversary. You see, when you begin to stand in the gap and intercede and pray for others and oh, but they can die, you have to know that you have the power. That the power of God is here available for you. The power of God is Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He is the Lord our God, and he changes not. Hallelujah. Our Lord never changes. The same power that was available yesterday is the same power that's available today. The power that's available today is also available tomorrow. He is the Lord our God. He is the King of kings. He is the Lord of lords. There is power in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. You don't have to be careful. You don't have to be afraid. Lean out to your own understanding. Don't say, well, what is it going to sound like? And, and am I going to feel something? Am I going to be afraid? No, because remember, when it comes to the Lord, you don't have to be afraid. Be afraid of absolutely nothing because the Lord is gentle. He is loving. So we're going to pray. <laughs> Excuse me. We're going to pray. 
And we're going to ask the Lord to fill you up with his power. We need the power to live this life of victory. You see, the adversary is mad. He's defeated. The devil is defeated in all of our lives in the name of Jesus. But you see, we need one another. We need to pray for one another. We need to love one another. We need to show compassion to one another. But see, what happens, the adversary will try to bombard us and try to bring so much on us. The adversary tries to bring so much on us that, you know, that spirit of discouragement will try to come in or, or that, that spirit of, you know, just feeling like giving up and the Lord is too hard and why. That's why we need to stand in the gap and pray for one another. Glory to God. So we're going to yield ourselves to the Holy Spirit tonight, and we're going to ask him to baptize us with his power and his presence and to give us the ability to pray in our heavenly prayer language. Amen? Okay. Do you need translation? Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Oh, God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We're going to ask the Holy Spirit to fill us up with his power and his presence. The Holy Spirit, he is God. He's gentle, but he's all-powerful. Ooh, glory. I said he's gentle, but he's all-powerful. Ooh, glory to God. I said the Holy Spirit is gentle, but he's all-powerful. And his power is available to dwell on the inside of you. Fear not, daughters and sons of the Most High God. So I want everyone and even those who are listening to me right now over the conference call line, everyone raise your right hand. And I want you all to repeat after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I praise you and I thank you for the promise of the Holy Spirit that has already come. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You have not left me and you did not leave me comfortless. The Comforter, the Holy Spirit, is here. Holy Spirit, you are God. You are all-powerful. I thank you for your power. Holy Spirit, I ask you to come into my life. Baptize me now with your presence, your fire, and your power. In the name of Jesus, fill me up, Holy Spirit. Give me my heavenly prayer language as you give me the ability to speak in Jesus' name. I release the power. For all of you who are listening right now, just open your mouth and begin to speak. Thank you, Jesus. That's right. Release the power. Stir it up. Stir up the gifts on the inside of you. Stir up the power and the fire of God in you in the name of Jesus. Don't hold your head down, children of the Most High God. Hold your heads up high. 
Thank you, Jesus. The Lord is the lifter and the raiser of our heads in Jesus' name. Heaven and earth, 
whereby men must be saved. It is at the name of Jesus. Only in Jesus is there salvation. Not in Buddha. Not in the Pope. Not in Islam. Not in Mormonism. No other name but the name of Jesus. No other name but the name, all-powerful name of Jesus. Jesus Christo, all-powerful God. Thank you, Jesus. Not only is he our Lord and Savior, but he is a soon coming king. Coming back with all power and authority in his hands. Glory to God. And we are his, his children. We are the sons and daughters of God. As the Lord is, so are we. The Lord is victorious. We're victorious. The Lord is all-powerful. He has given us his power. We can speak forth his name, the name of Jesus, and command every demon to flee. And we're going to read the scriptures where the devil and his demons, they tremble at the name of Jesus. So everybody, just for a few seconds now, let's just start saying Jesus. Let's just start calling on the name of Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Glory to God. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. There is healing in the name of Jesus. There is provision in the name of Jesus. Whatever it is that you have need of, love is in the name of Jesus. Peace is in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We give thanks to the Lord for he is good. And his mercies endure forever. Hallelujah. We can rebuke the devil. We can resist the devil in Jesus' name. Whatever we find on earth is found in heaven. All of heaven is back in us, children of God. You have the power. You possess the power. So again, if your children are wayward, bind the mind of Christ to their mind. Bind the mind of Christ to command them to come in line to obedience of our Lord Jesus. Love your children. Hug on them. Give them kisses. Tell them that you are proud of them. We are not ignorant of the devil's devices. So for those of you who are listening on the conference call line, I trust that you are blessed. We're going to go ahead and close out right now as I continue to minister to those who are here uh, in this service here tonight. Thank you all so very much for joining me. Again, this is Prophetess. Leticia Lewis of Majestic Ministries International. If you have questions regarding the ministry, please visit the website at www.majesticmi.org. Remember, Isaiah 54, 17, you need to confess that over your life daily. No weapon formed against you shall ever prosper. And every tongue devices against you in judgment, you will condemn. The enemy might come in against you one way, but in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, he must flee from before you seven ways. The devil owes each and every one of you seven times. He owes you seven souls, everything that he has stolen, and he's got to pay it back now in the name of Jesus. So let's go ahead and go boldly before the throne of grace. Let's get ready to close out now on this conference call line because we know that there is power and agreement in the name of Jesus. What is it that you are believing God for, child of God? 
We set ourselves in agreement with you right now in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, we praise you and thank you so very much for the corporate anointing. Lord, we humble ourselves under your mighty hand. We need you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. There is power in your name. You have, we possess the power, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, the devil owes each and every one of us seven times. He has stolen. He must pay back sevenfold right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the all-powerful name of Jesus. Hey, we serve you notice right now. We command you in the name of Jesus to pay back each and every one of us under the sound of my voice, giving back sevenfold, seven times right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we release our warring angels to go forth, bring in our bounty, bring in our harvest from the north, the south, the east, and the west in the name of Jesus. Bring in our provisions. We thank you, Father, we walk in divine health and healing. We thank you, Father, for our promotions. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for restoring homes, brand new cars, no car notes in Jesus' name, paying the insurance, Lord God. Thank you for healing marriages, restoring marriages, removing abuse and misuse, removing everything negative and diabolical from the lives of your people. Now, in the name of Jesus. You have not given us a spirit of fear, Lord God, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. We thank you that we have the power. We thank you that we have love. We thank you that we have a sound mind. We put on the whole armor of God right now, Father. We put on the helmet of salvation. We put on the breastplate of righteousness. Our loins are girded about with truth. Our feet are covered with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Lord, above all, we stand together and we take up the shield of faith and quench every fiery dart of the wicked one in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we pull out our sword, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And the Word of God proceeds forth out of our mouths in Jesus' name. We say what the Word says. And we thank you for it now, Lord, in Jesus' name, to the glory of God. So everyone repeat after me. Say, Heavenly Father. I thank you for your power in my life for now and forevermore. I thank you for the power in the name of Jesus. I speak the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that one can chase a thousand demons and two ten thousand. Lord, all of us now, in the name of Jesus, we command every demonic spirit to be chased and to put the fight away from us and our households and our families and our dreams and our businesses and our jobs and our ministries and our marriages and future marriages and our children and future children and our grandchildren and future grandchildren. And all of our future generations, in Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord, for the victory. We thank you for the victory, Lord. We believe that we now receive by faith that we have the victory for now and forevermore. The devil is under our feet. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Let's give God praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Glory, 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 glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Your power is here with us, Lord. We thank you. We possess the power. Our praise is the power against the adversary. Our praise is a weapon against the adversary. We praise you, Lord Jesus. We worship you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So remember, children of God, love is a weapon. Speaking in tongues is a weapon. The name of Jesus is a weapon. The blood of Jesus is a weapon. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You have the power. You possess the power. The devil is defeated. The devil is scared. We're not afraid of him because the Lord is with us always. The Lord would never reject us. He would never leave us. He would never forsake us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So I love you all. Thank you so very much for listening tonight. I don't take it lightly that you called in and took time out of your schedule. Happy Valentine's Day. We love you. You are Jesus' sweetheart. The Lord loves you so very much. We love you, too. And thank you so much. We will be back here again next week, 7 p.m. Pacific time, here on the Majestic Ministries International uh, Conference call line. Tell others about this ministry, but if nothing else, tell others about the power that you possess. That which you have learned, that which you have received, you have freely received, now freely give. Share it with someone else. Let others know that they have the power. Let them know that they are victorious, that they are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So I love you all. Have a blessed night, and thank you again for joining us. Everybody tell them good night. Good night. Praise God. Good night.